Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me River, the MTG Advice I'm Podcast. Dennis. I'm Riley. And <laughs> we're here to solve your problems. <laughs> right before we started, Riley and oh, I were talking about dear. how difficult it is for him to sync our two audios. Because, like, when we try to start the podcast, we go to, like, a world clock website, right? And we both yeah. wait for the clock to strike, you know, 30 seconds after the minute. And then we clap. You know, a classic clap sync just across the internet, right? Yep. Doesn't always work. Usually it's, like, a second or two out because, you know, we have delay in what we're using to talk to each other. Riley was like, oh, it's fine. I just use this conversation decision together. But if I start replying usually, to him Usually we talk of- about... It's like... Like, what will happen is we'll clap, and then we'll go, ooh, that didn't sound like it was in sync. Oh, that was good. Oh, that sort of thing. Like, we'll have a little bit of a, a post-game analysis of how the clap went. Yeah, and I yeah. actually usually, I usually use that back and forth to sync it up. And so, Dennis started just... Uh, just, just talking out of sync. Like, Riley, like if, I, if I thought Riley was about to ask something, I'd be like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and so, that's why I chimed in a little early in the intro. So, if this... I mean, I don't know what it is about the, the people that I make content with, mm-hmm. but... Like, Jamin and Toffel enjoy making Arena Boys as hard as possible to edit. Yeah. Like, I don't, what, what's the game here? The game is to, like, well, the game my is job my is- effort, my small effort now causes you great effort later. And the best part yeah. is I don't even get to see it. But that's, how is that the good part? You don't, it's very like, Buddhist, mate. It's planting tr- It's planting seeds in a garden you never get to see. It's, <laughs> mate, it's very darkest dungeon. Why is that? Curious is the trap maker's art, his efficacy unwitnessed by his own eyes. Mm, mm, mm. Like, if you lay a good trap, you actually never see it go off. Unless or, you're, and, unless you're a voyeuristic trap maker and you're standing there watching the entire Yeah, time. like Jigsaw or something, right? But Yeah. But generally speaking, how do you know if you're a good trap maker? If you're trying to hunt rabbits or whatever, you go back and you get the rabbit. But if you're laying them oh. in a dungeon. Yeah, I was thinking dungeon trap masters. But would you never, you'd never know. No, you never know. You never know. But you're a contractor, right? Like you come in a white panel van, Trap Makers Inc. Yeah, yeah. You put it in. They say, oh, yeah, we want a, a pit trap over there, spike trap over here, poison needle darts over there. A little box go, no up full of spiders over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 249 gold sign here plus plus tax. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, job done. You're out of there and, you know, off to the next megalomaniac. The other thing is, how embarrassing is it for the Trap Maker in D&D, right? When the rogue just needs to roll a dice and the yeah. trap never even, like, you don't even, it's like, oh, I've got this this cool new trap, right? It's going to do all this, oh, this really sweet stuff. And if they trigger it, then this will happen and that'll happen. They'll have to do that. And then they're just like, yeah, I roll a 21. Thief, thief yeah, check. Yeah, I, fa- I phase through the trap door or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Trap makers out there are really doing a tough. Dance, this one goes, this, this one goes out to the trap makers. This one goes out to the trap makers. And, you know, if you're a trap maker, our thoughts are with you. You know, the, a, a dungeon delving's at an all-time low. People I have to imagine, sta- yeah. People should be staying inside. That being said, dun- be dungeon delving pretty could be a pretty solitary experience if you don't want to share the XP and stuff, you know? That's actually very true. Maybe we, maybe we should be solo queuing into dungeons. Mm-mm-mm. If you and members of your household are ready to dungeon delve together, that is probably permissible in these. But then again, how are you getting to the dungeon? If you've got it, like if it's a basement of your building, then that's fine. But you shouldn't really be going outside. That's true. That's true. That's true. A lot of unanswered questions already on this podcast, Dennis. This I, have is one, tra- I have one answer for you, though. Yeah, go on. And it's what am I going to do with all my time lately? And it's watch <laughs> Magic Fest online, mate. This is unbelievable. I think, uh, who was it? Someone tweeted yesterday. Is this the like, Oh, I think a it, was, it was Amazonian, record. I think, that tweeted about it. Amazonian, that's right, yeah. Is this a world record? Is CFB now holding the world record for the longest, like, <laughs> esports? I still can't help but laugh whenever someone Magic talks about Magic is an e-sport. e-sport. It is an electronic I still can't sport. Help. I, I still can't help but chuckle whenever I hear that. Um, is Magic, is, is this the longest esport broadcast ever, like, ever? Now, there is a little bit of downtime when we switch producers and stuff, but if there's a world record on the cards, we will find a way around that, let me tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, want, we get, want uh, that Guinness black. 
Start juicing up those producers with, uh, we'll just, just get a robot producer. Yeah, for those of you that do not know, the sponsors of this podcast, ChannelFireball.com, are running 24-7 coverage over Twitch.tv slash ChannelFireball. Which is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's obscene. It's just obscene. Like, when Dennis came to me and told me this, I was like, haha, funny joke. Why, 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 how, where, what, and when, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, why? not when. When, when, when was very always. easy. Yeah. When always. When was very simple. But the, 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 you know, You've done it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. It's incredible. What an achievement. If I mean, you wanna, if you want to support e- either Magic Fest Online, you get to cfevents.com slash Magic Fest Online to sign up. If you want to bring a little bit of the Magic Fest experience to your house, you deal with Magic Fest in a box, Roddy. Now, it is currently only available in the United States. That might be changing in the near future, but currently only available in the United States. Get some of those sweet, sweet path eggs, also the sweet, sweet soul rings on your doorstep. If you mm-hmm. want to support some playmats as well, yeah, that's if true. Missed, if, if there was a playmat that you've missed uh, from a, from a, a Magic Fest, you missed at some point, like you didn't get to go to it, or you, you, yeah, you the, saw our, later that there our, was a, our catalog of old playmats is rich and extensive. Yeah, and also, also because CFB genuinely are just a, a great company run by people with actual hearts in their chest, you can redeem. What I really like about CFB, right? And this is obviously again all the shilling in the world. Is the check you said they sent you for this podcast? Because <laughs> my favorite thing about CFB is the money I receive for making content for them. My second favorite thing about CFB is when I first started playing Breath of the Wild. Right, Breath of the Wild is a, is where a is this game going? Where, <laughs> where you think, ah, oh, wouldn't it be cool if? And then you try it, and it works. Mm. Right? It works. Like, the game is designed to say yes to you at every point, right? If it's like, oh, I wonder what would happen if I uh, shot this arrow through a fire on the way to the the, the bow cobbler. Will it then become Catch a fire, fire arrow? Yeah. And say, like, Yes, it does, right? Mm-hmm. And with CFB, whenever an announcement like this is made, and they go, like, are people asking, can you redeem golden tickets for these Magic Fest yeah. box? Of course you can. Yeah. Of course you can. That's true. Because if you got a golden CFB, ticket, you're going to an event that was cancelled? Bring the Magic Fest home, baby. Because CFB, they look at this sort of stuff and they go, well, what would, it, what would, what would a reasonable human expect in this situation? We'll just do that. Mm-hmm. We'll just do that. So, very happy to support CFB. Uh, I've been doing a bit of coverage, a bit of commentary. So have you, Dennis. We've both been doing That's a bit of covering commentary for, uh, for this Magic Fest online uh, nonsense. It is unbelievable. It's a 24-7 stream. You've got no excuse. You, anyone who sits at home going, oh, I'm bored during this quarantine. No, mate. Twitch.tv slash Channel Fireball. Get across it. Our first question, Dennis, comes to us from GRMDFX. Uh, and I need, to, I need to point out, actually, this is quite important. This was sent to me and not to you. Yes, but the first two li- words of this message this is are, why, hello, this, Dennis. That's why I need to point it out. <laughs> this is, it was, so this, this was something that I received in my, in my Twitter inbox. It was not sent to Dennis, and it reads as follows. <clears throat> hello, Dennis. Confusing, but all right. Well, is it confusing? Because check out the next couple of sentences here. First of all, thank you for talking Rani to streaming. I oh. think he does a really good job. Please don't tell him that, though. He will get too big for his boots. What shoe size are you, mate? Uh, ten and a half, eleven. You are definitely too big for your boots. Hundred <laughs> percent. The thing is here, like GRMDFX, we're not even onto empower moves yet. Mm-hmm. But this is a textbook empower move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a te- it, it's Com- a complimenting, move. Bo- complimenting both of us. Take, complimenting both take, of us. Taking a little bit of the edge off by calling you, you know, too big for boots, so you feel comfortable reading on the podcast still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is a textbook in power move and also makes them look really good and still kind of power moves me a little bit by making me seem like a little bit of a turkey. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's great stuff from GRMDFX. What's the question? Now, the question is, uh, it's to do with EDH and mm-hmm. we want to, of course, have a, a little, a little um, uh, disclaimer here. 
these these are unprecedented times around the world. You should not be meeting up with friends and playing games of in-person EDH unless you have a good reason to think it's safe to do so. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the country that you and I live, this sort of it, this sort of behavior is not encouraged. It's it's not it's not sanctioned by uh, by the health uh, health authorities and governments. So we are not encouraging people to uh, do things contrary. Uh, to the advice, the medical advice, yes. the, the political advice that they're receiving at the moment from, from respective governments. Having said that, there's a lot of evergreen advice that we can we can get into here. We can talk to the we can talk about this. You know, and in months down the track, when this whole thing is a a bad memory, we can uh, we can uh, come back and get some good stuff out of this one. So <clears throat> here's the question: Me and my EDH playgroup have had the problem that our games just take way too long to finish, with everyone just having a big board but not wanting to go all out on an attack. It mostly ends with me more or less sacrificing myself because I fear the other guys might lose interest in the game or somebody's top-decking Overwhelming Stampede. Mm. We mostly play budget homebrew decks or pre-cons, but Overwhelming Stampede, kind of like a you know an overrun and over, oh yeah, but, overcome. but also like that card. Like if you if you level up the decks, those cards still exist. Overwhelming Stampede like might be cyclonic rift. Yeah, uh, creative behemoth, right? Andros forerunners, all that sort of nonsense. Um, I've been trying to introduce the Monarch as a basic game mechanic. The first one to do combat damage gets it, but we're open to any more creative solution to this problem that you might come up with. Just to so keep the game keep... ticking over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just to, just to keep people interested here. I think there, there, there are a bunch of different things you can do. So I've got a couple of suggestions, Dennis. If uh, I can open the account here, if, uh, if mm-hmm. you've got some ideas as well, we can, uh, we can check in with what you've got to do. If you're playing with five people, there's a format I like to play called Star, mm, right? I know this, yeah. Uh, where, where, which means that the two people on either side of you, so the people to your direct left and the people to your direct right, they are your allies, right? You actually, you, you, they're not, you can still counter their spells, you can still Doomblade their creatures, you can still, like, they're still, for all intents and purposes, uh, opponents, or you can play that they're not opponents as well to make other cards a little interesting, more interesting. What you need to do is you need to have the two people opposite you removed from the game. Yes. They, they're the ones who you need to uh, make sure that they lose. So you're attacking them. You can't attack your, your your allies, but you can attack those two. And it means that everyone on the table has two people that they need dead and two people that they need alive, and mm. everyone's everyone's people are different. Are different. Yeah. So there's a lot of politicking, a lot of wheeling and dealing, and people are much more likely to uh, attack and be a bit more aggressive, more freely, when they know that they've got two people on either side of them that may back them up against one of the people they're attacking because they have a shared, a shared interest. But also... A conflicting interest in, in some of the other people. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of confusing. After one game, you kind of get it. There are the rules, proper rules online for it. It's a really great format. And it, I noticed it's funny because five game, five player games usually you think take a lot longer, right? Well, this one doesn't because only two people need to die for it to finish. And secondly, you're motivated you're just getting there, man. Yeah. You get it before they get you. So that's, I think that's one way to, to, uh, to get the ball rolling a little bit. The star format. I don't know. Like, this is something I honestly struggle with a lot too. This is one of the main reasons I don't like Commander all that much. Is yeah. because it stalls out. I feel like everybody plays solitaire until somebody plays solitaire better than everybody else most of the time. That's not an unfair criticism. Yeah. yeah. A lot, a lot of decks that are trying to do their thing, especially uninteractive decks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've got another piece of advice here for this person. I don't know. I don't know if they want to do this because it sounds like they're the opposite of this kind of person by saying, I feel, you know, I usually sacrifice myself because I fear the other guys might lose interest. Do you know what you do? Just brew like Mogus. Go to channelfiber.com, five minute deck techs. Cruel Mogus, right? It's a horrible deck. Everyone's going to hate you. Everyone's going to want you dead straight away. Become the villain. Mm. Become the heel, Dennis. Bring the mono blue counter spell deck. Bring the Mogus deck. Br- bring the all out aggro tour brand list, right? And just start. The thing is, you're saying in this question, I fear that the other guys might lose interest, so I sacrifice myself. Don't sacrifice yourself by, you know, making dumb attacks or being like, oh, you're going to attack me. No, no. 
turn the table on its Become head. If you're, going to be, if you're going to be bowing out anyway first, you may as well sow some chaos, Dennis, mm-hmm. on your way out. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah. Do you have a villain deck in your friend group? Oh, yeah, definitely. We've yeah. had a couple, actually. Yeah. We've had a couple. The Gitrog monster is uh, is oh, always. Oh, Alex uh, Ball used to have one of those. It was, everyone stopped playing with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Gitrog monster is absolutely miserable. But that's actually not the right kind of villain deck. The, the Gitrog monster ends up with uh, end step, discard, draw, 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 uh, end step, another end. It's just infinite end steps yeah. for the person playing the Gitrog monster. They can just sculpt a perfect seven. It's terrible. So don't play the Gitrog monster. That's that's not what you want. A good villain deck. Titania is pretty miserable. Mm. Uh, if you build your entire deck about like just because you can just flood the board with three threes. There's like a cord and crossroads to give them haste. There's all sorts of really nasty and fast things that you can do there. You can be super uh, loose and play like Zedru. Yeah. It's never really like people might just pay, take pity on you and not attack you because, they, because <laughs> the deck so, doesn't do anything. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of, if you go to edhrec.com and, and type a uh, sort by theme chaos, there are mm. lots of ones, there are lots of decks that are built around, you know, just, just messing things up. Mm-hmm. Just messing things up. Um, the, actually, there is a, a cus- there's a mechanic that seems custom built here to take advantage of. I actually haven't seen many decks built around this, but the goad mechanic. Yes. yes. You literally force people to attack. Exactly. When you goad a creature, it has to attack next turn and it can't attack you. And there are lots of creatures, there are lots of effects that do. There's even a, uh, one that says all creatures become goaded. Mm-hmm. Right, which means they all have to attack, right? Um, uh, there's a, what's the name of that Naya commander that says, Oh, there's a couple. There's there's a Naya commander. I think it's a a, a a a cat person. I think it's a Leonin, and it says all all creatures must attack each turn. Or there's the Jund Spider one that does the same thing. Man, yes. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting the names of them. Sorry, but there's a there, there are a couple of commanders that to just kind of force the action a little bit more. So maybe you could look at building those decks and and, yeah, and just bad idea. yeah. So there's plenty of ways, plenty of plenty of ways. To, how did you resolve this sort of stuff in your playgroups when when it was so just what like, I did was uh, basically for me. So the games would slow down a lot. So to get around the fact that I didn't like it when Commander's games slowed down this much, I stopped playing Commander. That was my and I, I mean, found it to be very effective. I, I encounter very few Commander games that have slowed down in my, my current life. Honestly, <laughs> I mean that is that one that is one approach to take. I don't really want to give that. I mean, Commander, no, I don't, I don't think we should give it as advice. <laughs> to be fair, advice, no. <laughs> Oh, dear. actually, but you know what? If you do quit Commander, you know what to do with your cards. Summonchannelfarble.com. com. Get that, get that ad in there, Dennis. Get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we've, earned that, we've, we've earned that sponsorship money this week. Uh, no, don't quit Commander. Don't no, quit you Commander. shouldn't. There's plenty, plenty of ways to... Plenty no, it's ways a popular and fun format. It's just not for me. Yeah, not for you. The thing is, for Dennis, you just take magic so seriously. That's true. It's really hard when you're as good at magic as I am to like yeah. relax a little and play. Like, you know? yeah, know it's my like cross it. to bear, really. All right, Dennis, before we get into the power moves, of course, let's check in quickly with Empower Moves. These are... Uh, the fairer moves designed of to, the power yeah, moves. exactly. Moves designed to... Uh, to the, the rising tide that lifts all the magical boats here. And uh, this one, uh, this week's Empower Move of the Week, the, the uh, Jeff Hlutke Power Move of the Week comes Submitted in. Submitted by just a normal, ordinary bookcase, it looks like. Yes, yeah, just a regular, just just a regular bookcase. Don't see anything. <laughs> this is a joke from me and Riley. This person's username is Suspicious Bookcase. <laughs> suspicious Bookcase. Yeah, no, it's a friend of mine from IRL. Actually, it's Snap. Oh. Um, who sent? Which I think is just one of the best nicknames I've ever heard. Snap. You're big on your nicknames, mate. I love nicknames. Can I tell you? But like, you want my, you want my, one of my favorite nicknames of all time. Hear me. I, I'm going to have to do a swear, right? I'm going to have to do a swear. That's okay. So just if you've got children listening. List, just turn it down. And kids, if you're listening, wait till mum and dad have stopped listening to this. Come back and listen. You'll hear mm. a really good. You'll hear, hear a really good swear word. All right, here it is. So I used to play. I used to play footy. I used to play Australian rules footy. 
And which, is just very, punch, which is just punching, but there's also a ball around. There is, well, there's a ball on the uh, ball is involved. There's a lot of punching, right? a lot of lot of jumper punching. Anyway, there was a bloke in the seniors, uh, and he he was all he was like always telling just lies, like just telling tall stories, mm-hmm. talking nonsense, talking out his ass the entire time. Right, absolute, absolute, just one of those one of those people who just was never ours can the swear word. Pardon? Was no, our, no, oh, no. The still, art, coming, the still coming. coming. Stay tuned. So this bloke was uh, this bloke was always just telling these tall stories that no one believed. Yeah, Everyone yeah. knew that he was talking nonsense. And his nickname, Dennis, was Showbags. Okay. Because he was full of shit. I don't get it. You know, like a horse show. No, like you know, yeah, you, know, you know when you go to like a show, like a a, a trade fair or a, yeah. you know, like the Royal Melbourne Show or anything else like that, and you get oh, the bag. Like a swag bag, yeah, 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 like a swag bag. I would have called them swag bag, but yes, 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 yes. I guess we call. I don't know. Maybe in Australia we call, we call them show bag. Like you get show bags know, at, yeah, at swag the bag, show. Swag bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah at, at the Royal Melbourne Show, you get show bags which just full of full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, so it's called show very bags. Very good. Very it's a great very name. Good. Yeah, I really thought you really meant. Sh- I thought a show bag was something from a horse show, maybe where the, the horses <laughs> pooped into. And I was like, just do it on the ground. Why are you collecting all the pooping bags? Yeah, those horse nappies are really weird, eh? Horse nappies. They are like horse That's nappies. an industry that's hurting in this current climate, the horse nappy industry. Oof. The ho- horse nappy industry. Yeah, horses just crapping all over the ground. No, no, no nappies to be seen. Anyway. Right, suspicious bookcase also brought to us by Snap, if you'd rather. It writes in and says, I'm going to steal your pair move. Here we go. Hey, Riley, I have an impair move for you. This is a follow-on from the move on the most recent episode about verbalizing all of your searches on your turn in EDH. I've introduced people I play with to the concept of Schrodinger's Dual Land. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. If I have a fetch land in play that I want to leave up right until before my next turn, for example, in case I need to sort supply shares or something, but I don't want to waste everyone's time, I'll crack it while other people are taking their turn and declare I'm getting Schrodinger's Blue-White Jewel. I'll go get an irrigated farmland into play tapped and shuffle up. If I don't use the mana, great will carry on. If I do, I shuffle the farmland back into the deck and get a tundra. <laughs> we pretend it was always a tundra, and now I can deal with that pesky Nekazar. This way I'm not wasting everyone's time by making them wait at the end of the turn, and I get a subtle parry move by showing off how many duels I have. This is great. I mean, <laughs> the last bit is really what sells me on it. It's really good. I mean, look, it's a little time-saving measure, because obviously you don't want to, you know, play perfectly correctly. You wait, don't want to wait until yeah, the next, yeah. like, the last opponent's end step to go and get the duel, whatever. Schrodinger's duel land is so good. Schrodinger's duel land, but I really, I really like that Snap points out that at the end, there's the opportunity to be like, Oh, 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 sorry, this, like, $500 Tundra. Oh, tundra? I'll oh, put oh, the Tundra back, yeah. I'll actually get the Tundra. Yeah, yeah that, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I get this uh, this Hallowed Fountain or this Irrigated Fountain. Oh, no, no, I, I will get the several several hundred dollar piece of cardboard here. It's really, really good. If you've got Empower Moves, please do send them in. But uh, that, that was the pick of the bunch uh, for this week, Dennis. Mm. But now we move on to the, the Power Moves. Uh, Victor Thraben Necromancer writes in with a little bit of a story here, Riley. So get the old storybooks out, kiddies. Gather around. Here we go. Okay, so here goes, they say. This is a story about how I was paramoved on MTGO about two years ago. And two it's a trauma ago. to this day. Man, he's really held on to this. Yeah, exactly. Losing sleep. I am playing Legacy D&T like a normal person would at the time and come up against a Ruby Storm opponent, which could be described as an outsider deck. Fun. Perhaps even meme. <laughs> like Doomsday used to be, although it is a, it's kind of a real deal nowadays. So far, so good. Game one, my opponent plays Titan, storms off, but before casting the kill spell, they type in chat, I will concede for true treasure chests. Winky face. I think the winky face is an important part of that message. That stings. Yeah, it really does sting. I will concede for two treasure chests, winky face. Yeah. Kind of like really giving it to your opponent, being like, hey, I got you. I got you around my little finger, my friend. Yeah, the smiley emoticonka here gets to be hard, plus the humiliation. I draw myself up to my full height, concede the game when he casts for his win, and proceed to sideboarding. 
dead set to take him down in game two, which he does. I win game two pretty handily and feel good about myself, only to be in the same situation in game one at the end of game three when the opponent's got him dead to rights again and types in, I will concede for two treasure chests. Winky face. Winky face. As excuse me oh. preventing myself from screaming at my computer, I concede the match and go on with my league, losing horribly for the rest of the day. Before turning in for the night, I report the player screenshots and everything for trying to bait me to cheating, which is fair. Yep. To yep, this absolutely. day, the action has left me with zero satisfaction or consolation. <laughs> no Plus, follow-up. a pretty strong bias against someone sleeping up Ruby Storm. Oh. oh, man. This is not a power move we can condone. Do not do this to your opponent. But do you know what? It goes to show just how deep you can get in there with a power move. Two years on. Two years on. Two still years tilting on. Off Victor here is waking up in the middle of the night going, Yeah! Two treasures! Winky face! Yeah. You know, he's chatting with someone on Tinder and they send some suggestive message in a little winky face. Like, oh, report, report, <laughs> report. Flings, <laughs> flings his phone across the floor of the toilet where he's presumably oh. on Tinder. Oh, dear. That's terrible. That is. Te- oh, mate. Uh, you know, I guess I guess there's, it's a warning, right? Be careful mm. with your power moves. Be careful. Because with great power, Dennis, comes great responsibility. With great power moves come great responsibility moves. <laughs> Please send us in your responsibility moves. Just good Please ways to be a nice, responsible adult. Yeah, exactly. You know, I always look both ways before I cross the street. Yeah. Oh, that's a responsibility that's a, move. That's a classic responsibility move. Oh, my goodness. That'd be very boring, I think. Open anyway. Roth IRA. Responsibility moves. Dennis. Yes. It's not just one. No. It's not just two. No. It's three. Power Moves of the Week, the Mark Boyd Award going in triplicate to J-Maz. J-Maz was, I think, just a little late. It, it could very easily have, been, have the, been the J-Maz, J-Maz Award. Award. Because J-Maz has had some real, really putting up consistent numbers, consistent finishes, really, really good stuff. Couple yeah. of stinkers. Couple of stinkers. <laughs> sent in. Well, no. You know what? This This is a man who respects a power move, right? I'm not going to read out the, the ones that he sent that were really bad, but he sent in some that we were like, what the hell is that? <laughs> he sent in some that were just absolute garbage, right? And that's our power move on JMAS is not reading out those terrible ones. Anyway, these ones, Stone Cold Killers, are you ready, Dennis? Here they come, right? <clears throat> three off, by the way. This is a three for one. Mm-hmm. Number one, if your opponent likes to have their graveyard fanned out, I like to look through it often and always hand it back to them oh. in a nice, nice, in a nice, neat stack. Mm. Bonus points against Dredge or a deck with tons of cards in the bin. The, oh, you can sell this. Way. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I know. No, next time. I, 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 sorry, I'll, I'll, yeah. leave, I'll leave it next time. And then right again. Yep. Nice. That's really, really good. Or the, all- the inverse is good too. Oh, oh, just oh, if they've got it in a nice neat pile, you just like fan chuck it, it down. Yeah, yeah, just fan it like that. Just, well, you know, I mean, chuck like, it on the floor, you know how it is. <laughs> as long as you're not playing in Legacy as well, if they're playing Dredge and they've got it all nice and ordered, just shuffle it up. Nothing. Ain't, ain't no law against that. Ain't no rules that yeah, don't can't play basketball. Not, yeah, if there's no cards in the format that care about the order of your graveyard, you are allowed to just mix yeah. it up. Yeah. As long as you're not playing Legacy. If someone's ordered their graveyard, you just can have a look at that. Uh, shuffle it up like that. Uh, like, do it. I think you have, I think the, the way to sell this power move is do it as though you're not doing anything wrong. Like, don't mm-hmm. do it to be a jerk. You're just like, oh, I've got this. Okay, like that. And then the other thing about handing it back in a nice, neat pile is like, you're doing them. Ostensibly, you're doing them a favor. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you made a big mess there. Let me, let me clean that up for you. They're like that. Oof, so good. good so good, but this is the way the party started, Dennis. Hit us mm-hmm. up with the next one here. Next up, everyone has a specific way they like their library to sit. I like where this is going. Mm-hmm. This is a specific place and a specific orientation. Riley, let's just pause for a second. Where does your library sit and which, which uh, orientation? Top right, uh, horizontally. Ugh. And with the... Which, uh, is the, which way is the lip of the sleeve facing? Uh, facing to, to the left, so to facing the, in. So facing westward. 
uh, facing westward. <laughs> yep. So the deck the deck is aligned. It's actually not usually quite uh, east west. It's more like north northwest southeast. I would say not ninety degrees to the playmat. No, it's like forty five. I would Disgusting. say. Disgusting. Yeah, a little bit Philistine. like that. But but always the the sleeve openings are uh, facing inwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah I am yep. bottom right vertical deck. What north facing lip. Bottom right, maybe middle right, but yeah, bottom. So you're bottom just right. el- constantly elbowing the deck off the bottom, off, off the table. You don't. Put, I play. I, excuse me. I play in the French style, the Cajun style. <laughs> elbows up. You play in the crane in the crane position, the crane like, technique, a, yeah, yeah. like the Karate Kid. Yeah, exactly. You know, like in ping pong, where like Chinese players play with a different hand grip than like Western players. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of really weird regional. You know, like in so for example, in Japan, right? I found this out. In Japan, before a game of Magic, you're expected to. Put fifteen your fifteen card sideboard face mm. down in front of you to show your opponent you have it. And Jamie what? told me about this. We, it's just like it's a courtesy. Like I have a sideboard. Sure, right. It's like here it is. Right. And, and Jamin, when he went to Japan, he didn't do it, and his opponents were like, "Where's what the hell? this? What is this? What is this? What is this seven foot tall galoot doing here? He doesn't have. <laughs> where's his sideboard? And then in Italy, I've told I've told you this one as well. In Italy, right, when you cut the deck, you're only expected to cut half of it. Yeah, I knew that. And then, and then the the opponent is supposed to supposed to do the rest of it. Yeah, Actually, yeah if you of- if you have regional magic practices, do let us know. Yeah, but the thing like, is, uh, like not- in Ireland, you're expected to skull your pints before you take your first turn. But that that, <laughs> that, that might that might have very little to do with magic, actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, no, okay. Let's let, let, hit right. us up with this power move, Daniel. From the top, here we go. All right, everyone has a specific way they like their library to sit, writes in JMAS in this power move. This is a specific place and a specific orientation. Be sure after shuffling to put the deck in a completely different spot mm. and yeah. facing the opposite yeah. direction. Yeah, 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 I assume he yeah. means in like x-axis not face up <laughs> yeah <laughs> you flip it up so the bottom card of the library is yeah. on the top facing up no, smile no, devilishly inside inside as they move their deck back to it belongs and have their run have to run their finger against the edges to find the sleeve tops Ugh, i hate this so much feel free to look annoyed that they are taking so long <laughs> this would tilt me to the moon back <laughs> Oh, it's so good though. Oh, it's so good because it's so harmless, and you can keep playing. I it disagree. Off. I think this this might be this is against the Geneva Convention. Mate, don't you dare call this harmless. You can keep playing this off as an accident as well. Oh, sorry, now, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Important disclaimer: Don't do this at a GP. Don't do this at Don't do this at professional or, or competitive rules enforcement level mm. because that that's when people start looking and going, "Oh, well, that's angle shooting." You're trying to you're trying to. No, no, no. You're tr- you are, I mean, honestly, I know we say not to do these things at competitive events. You are yeah. definitely allowed to do this at competitive event. It is yeah, well but you shouldn't. Rules. Yeah, but you shouldn't. I don't know. This is kind no, of no, no. Don't do it. Really, you shouldn't do it. I'm, I like being very serious. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this sort of stuff at competitive events. You should. The 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 only thing that should determine what win what who wins and will lose a game of magic is the respective play skill of the players. Game and actions, of course, right? Like, sure, yeah, fine, game, game but... actions, right? Like that sort of stuff. This is not something you should be using to get in your opponent's head. Oh, no, at F&M, no, no. however. At FNM, however, against your mates. Take oh, baby. If you ever get paired against Dennis. You just, oh, you light him up. You light him up. Put his deck in the middle of his playbook on top of his permanence. I'm trying to think. Fanned out. My least favorite thing is when I go to draw a card and the lip is, the the, the sleeve lips are facing the wrong way. So it joins, the card joins your hand in the wrong orientation. (laughs) Don't care for it. Get um, him. Get him. But um, I'm trying to think, could you make sleeves? I was like, what if sleeves were closed at both ends? I was like, how would you get the cards in and out, mate? And I was like, damn, it's stupid. What if they were open at both ends? Like, they just slide out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think they kind of figured out the... Uh, they, they figured it out. They, they thought of this one already, Dennis. They, what do you they side out. sleeves? You're seeing side sleeves? I've seen side sleeves. Very confusing. Very odd, right? Yeah, very confusing. Dennis is making a very pained expression now. He's making the sort of expression that an Oblivion character 
with uh, for whom you have uh, <laughs> a have negative ru- disposition. Yeah, yeah, you've ruined the disposition mini game, and they now look at you through those narrowed eyes with a, mm. with a puckered mouth, like. Ugh. What was a disposition mini game? Pick the biggest slice, right? It was pick the biggest slice. So you you had to. Oh man, I remember. A, I remember. I was a good deep cut. So there were four things. There was like admire, taunt, intimidate, joke, joke or something like that, yeah. right? And as you hovered over each of the things, their expression would change to tell you how much they liked it, right? Yeah, so and it was then, a proto L.A. Noir. And you had to match up there when the, the, there were big, there were either big or small slices that could be assigned to the different points. Mm-hmm. And you had to match up like the big slice with the one they liked the most. But sometimes the way that was configured, you couldn't always match it up perfectly. So you just had to yeah. kind of do the way, the, the best you could. It was a really, really weird mini game. Really it was bad. a really weird game. Have you heard of the Hiles? Well, you know what I have heard of, Riley, is our Power Move of the Week here from This Demos. is the Power Move of the Week. This is so good. You want to do it, Dennis? You I do, do it? I do. Yeah, lay it out, man. This is so good, this one. Power Move of the Week here from Jmaz. Borrow dice from your opponent with your own dice clearly sitting on the table beside you. When they point and ask about your dice, tell them, no, 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 these are for something else. <laughs> what else are they for? That is the, no, 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 this seat is for my purse on the bus of Magic Etiquette. This is so good. No, no, these these dice. Oh, these dice here. No, no, no. They're, they're, I, I need them. I need them for something else. Oh my goodness, this is so good. This this is picking up your opponent's thief of Sandy while you've got one on the table. Yeah, taken yeah. to the next level. You can also just be like, no, no, those aren't mine. And then when the game ends, pack them just into your deck. Yeah. <laughs> Which either looks like you lied or are just stealing, or you're just a thief. <laughs> oh, it's so good because no one's going to say no. It's like, oh, can I use a die? They're like, sure. I Wait. hate asking to borrow dice. I hate it. Do you? I often have to do it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm always like... You need, you need to channel your inner LSV, man. LSV. LSV borrows people's... Like, you borrow your playmat. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure in, in due time, we're going to see a Mythic Championship or whatever with LSV at it, where he's he's wearing Huey's jersey in top yeah. eight, and Huey's standing shirtless on the rail because because Luis didn't bring his. It'll be it'll be at an arena Mythic, right? And he'll yeah. have to use his opponent's computer. Sorry, can I log on? Can I, can I log in? <laughs> <laughs> Every turn, they have to hot swap. <laughs> Like a, like they're playing Ticket to Ride on an iPad pass and play. It's not even, it's not even every turn. It's every priority. <laughs> it's every priority. Let me log in real quick. Sorry. Oh, you need there, can I get in there real quick? Oh, jeez. Oh, Wizards win. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being cowards. Wizards of the Coast, give us pass and play MTG Arena. It's what the people want. <laughs> Make it so obtuse. Please enter your your two step verification authentication oh, token. Oh yeah, we need two step verification. Absolutely. Yeah, cast dream troller. Oh, let me think. Hang on, I need to see what's in my hand. Log in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, counter. Oh, I've got another counter. Oh, you log in. As you well. log yeah. in. Oh. <laughs> oh, give us what we want. This oh, is a sketch. Be so you should make good. the sketch, man. And think about this as well. It's going to cut costs. Mm, half the production the- costs. Half the equipment. Half the equipment, exactly. It's going to be. Oh, mate, we are. We we should we should go into. into cut this out. Cut this out. This is money. We should pitch this straight to wizards. Uh, esports, esports consulting. That's right. I'm not going to leave that one in. Anyway, James, congratulations. The uh, Mark Boyd Power Move of the Week. Well deserved. Award. Well deserved. And those are absolute absolute bangers. Send in your power moves. Send in your power moves. Send in your responsibility moves. I guess if you want it doesn't. I mean, <laughs> it, look, if there's legs on the segment, we'll we'll, we'll pick run it up it, and yeah. run. I mean, we we've tried. We've we've had a couple of non-starters. Uh, uh, what are non-starters? Oh, the language. Uh, the la- yeah, magic magic, magic terminology. We didn't we didn't get a whole lot of that. There are a couple of other segments that never really got up and running. But uh, yeah, the, for the Fraser Buzzfeed quiz of the week, probably not going to be a recurring segment. <laughs> yeah, people love that though. Yeah. Yeah. We did a poll. I did a poll on whether people wanted more or less nonsense, and it was almost, you know, unanimously more. 
Yeah, so I hope uh, I hope this is at least scratching that itch. Anyway, that's our power move. The, those are our power moves. Please do send in more of them, and uh, and we'll and we'll see what uh, what goodies we've got to share next week. Riley, we've got some of my favorite kind of advice now. Oh, what kind of advice is it? Unsolicited. Unsolicited mm. advice. So All I right. was talking to one Mashi Scanlon, the guy on the left, who, by the way, recently changed his Twitter account. Mm. This to- is the equivalent of, uh, you know, when you upgrade your Hotmail account from, you know, the Red Penguin at Hotmail to, you know, Dennis Dot Stranjack at a girl, Gmail. Yeah, right. A girl in my <laughs> secondary school, I remember we had to apply for like work experience and transition year, which is like when I was like 17, I suppose. Yeah. And yeah, you had yeah. to use your your email address. Yeah. And this is, I mean, I wasn't particularly close to this girl, but if on the crazy chance, Megan Youngman, you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> this is your big shout out. She, uh, her email address at the time was sxctomato at hotmail.com. <laughs> Oh well, Dennis, you know me. There's nothing sexier. There's nothing no, sexier than a than a nice ripe red tomato. I oh, tell you that. Baby, yeah. So this unsolicited advice comes courtesy from Mashi Scanlon because Mashi this week, Riley, took his first stab at commentating, and he was pretty nervous about it. I gotta tell you, I don't I don't see Mashi nervous often. Mashi's a pretty pretty com- very you know, confident, man. very confident man. But he was like, look, I don't, I've never done this before. I'm going up mm. there. You know, this isn't something I you know have any experience with. So I figured, who better to ask for commentary tips, Riley, than me? So what I think. <laughs> Yo, I got you, mate. I got you. I got you good. I was so ready. I was so ready to be like, well, thank you very much, Dennis. No, genuinely, I think you, I think a lot, you know, at a time when a lot of people are at home Mm. and probably a lot more people are streaming than they used to, Magic and other games as well. We have a lot of people who are commentating on Magic Fest Online in the 24 hour broadcast who was their first time commentating, I have to imagine. Mm -hmm. So Riley, hit us with those, those creamy white pearls of wisdom. All right. So, uh, first of all, we're paywalling this, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. You know, as a as as a philosopher, as a great philosopher once said, if you're good at something, never do it for free. So at the, at the end of this, all you got to say is, "I'm Riley Knight, and this is my masterclass." And then we're fine. We'll just cut the promo <laughs> yeah. after. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, level one, mm-hmm. fight the the most basic thing that is going to separate a rubbish commentator from a good commentator, a good commentator from a great commentator. Very very simple. The only thing. You need to you need to do to est- to establish at least a level of legitimacy in what you're saying mm-hmm. is confidence. You're That's so it. right. It's confidence. That's all it is. That may sound utterly ridiculous, and you will second guess yourself, and you will say, "Well, no, surely I need game knowledge. I need this. I need that." No, I've been doing this for six years. Game knowledge? <laughs> I don't know. What is this game we play? Magic the Gathering, allegedly. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I wouldn't know a mana symbol, Dennis, from an attack or block step. Mate, do you have any idea how... This is how powerful this is as real-life advice. Do you have any idea how many things I've talked about with the confidence that I know about them yeah, when I do not? Of course. Ooh. Confidence Confidence is just a cheat code. Mm-hmm. Confidence is just a cheat code for real life. Here's right? the real cheat code of confidence, though. Acting confident and being confident and being are confident. functionally the same thing. Honestly, the thing is, very, very much the same. Th- th- yes, this is this is a really good point for us to pick apart here. You don't even need to believe what you're saying. No. It helps if you do. Right. But as long as you and can And eventually convince, you will. And I, and I will tell you this. I have lied many times on coverage. What a great game we saw there, Eduardo. Wow, this is exciting stuff, Simon. Whereas in reality, I'm being like, wow, another team of mirror. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, you know. But if you can, who will sell- cast their reclamation first? <laughs> <laughs> if you can sell 
that to the people who are watching you and if they if they if you if they buy it right everything is else everything else is on easy is on easy mode mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'll give you so there are some parameters that you should go with with confidence always leave yourself a way out especially when you're a blithering, blithering idiot with like me if if you're someone like let's say you're a this is a bad example but like someone like huey right right who who is obviously an established and very talented commentator but i don't know who like imagine you're a, you're a top level pro and you've never commentated before right this right. this advice uh, isn't so a- applicable because you finkel. don't need to leave yourself that that button let's say you're john finkel because i don't think he's really commentated right i mean he doesn't have to leave himself the the the, the exit strategies but you know for for the scrubs listening to this podcast mm. if you're going to start streaming you're going to start commentating always leave yourself an exit Say stuff like, I think it would be best for them Give to... Give yourself a little qualifier, yeah. ...cast this removal spell. Or, let's see if they wanted mm. it, 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 like mm-hmm. that, right? So, you, you've got to have confidence, but you've also not got to, got to get it to the point where you just sound like you have no idea what you're talking about and you're saying the first yeah, thing yeah. that comes to your mind. And, you know, even, that's just practice. that may be the reality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you can fool them, Dennis. Um, listen to and consume the content that... Uh, uh, made by people that you want to emulate, right? Because yes. this is how we learn, aping, right? Uh, and this isn't just uh, this isn't just magic commentator. I, I learn a lot from from sports broadcasting, yep. right? I'm not a huge sports ballman myself, but there are sports commentators, sports broadcasters that I, I've been like, oh, that's a good bit of gear. Oh, that's I like. Who the is your Who is your commentary idol? Who's my commentary idol? <sighs> no, no, I don't mean within magic. I mean yeah. like. That's tough. There are a few, and no, the thing is, no one's going to know who they are because they're all Australian. No, who is your Australian cricket commentator? Yeah, I mean, like? obviously Richie Benno. You want everyone wants to be Richie Benno. Oh, obviously. obviously to, who the hell is Richie Benno? Oh, mate, don't <laughs> Let even, me Google don't this. Start Richie, Richie Benno. 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 No, Richie Benno. Benord. Australian cricketer. Yes. In the in the uh, the white, Benno. the off white, the yeah. bone, the cream, the ivory, the, the or the beige. Something very strange has occurred here when I googled Richie Benno. Yeah. Dennis, so Dennis, he Dennis, Dennis, I'm gonna, yes. I'm just gonna give you a little bit of a warning here, mate. Just be very careful, all right? I know we like to have goofs and spoofs. I know we like to make jokes, and I know we like uh-huh. to just, just tread carefully when you're talking about about Richie Benner, all right? Richie's dear and dear to your heart. Just, just, just let's 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 rein in the old uh, the old jokeometer here as we start uh, having a chat no, about R- Richie Benno passed away in 2015. It's very sad. That's part of the confusing thing here. So yes. it says born October 6, 1930, mm-hmm. died. April 10th, 2015. Good Very normal for a famous person's, you know, a little Wikipedia entry to pop up on Google, right? Yeah. Buried April 15th, 2015. Why is that there? That's a bit specific. Why do we that need to know odd. that? That is odd. Why do we need to why know do, that he was buried? Why do I need to know that they waited five days? Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's normal, right? Like, you have a funeral, you have a lot of stuff, but... It is, but having it in the article isn't normal. And having it in the article is definitely a little weird. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very strange. Um... He's, he looks like a delightful old man. Yeah, he was. He was absolute, absolute legend. He had this the way that he talked as well. Go through, go and watch some Rich, Richie Benno because he, oh, just just marvelous. The way he, I can't really do the Richie Benno impersonation, but oh, mm-hmm. he, he had he had a real tom. But it, it was fantastic. Anyway, um, confidence is number one. Confidence is easily the number one thing to do with with streaming, and the other thing is. Okay, go on. I'm sorry, I hit an article. I wanted to educate myself. It's called Richie Benno's Best Quotes, right? Okay, hit me with some of Richie Benno's best quotes. The first one is, morning, everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? That's not a quote! That's that's how he started every single... You know how we've got, like, welcome, my friend, subscribe here. Yeah, was yeah, his, but I would not attribute the morning, phrase, everyone. morning, everyone. The second one on here is, marvelous. Marvelous, yes. Marvelous was always what he had, yeah. Marvelous was a classic, uh, classic Richie Benno phrase, yep. Oh, my God. What are some other ones? 
Gatting has absolutely no idea what has happened to it. He still doesn't know. What? Who doesn't? Oh, he, he got a ball so oh, far out of the that park. Was, yeah, that was before my time. I wasn't around for Mick Gatting when he was... And Glenn he, uh, McGrath dismissed for two, just 98 runs short of a century. What are you talking about? Okay, so Glenn Pigeon McGrath... Machi, I'm sorry, we've gone way off the rails. You're not going to get any advice out of this anymore? So, okay, in cricket, <laughs> you either bat or you bowl, right? And most uh-huh. people are good at one. I play and cricket. Not, most people are good at one and not both, right? So mm-hmm. if you're a good batsman, you're a terrible bowler. If you're a good bowler, you're a terrible batsman. There are some all rounders. Like, there are some it's people. Like being, it's like being a pitcher and a hitter in baseball. Exactly. There are some people who can do both. But the difference between cricket and baseball is you need usually five bowlers mm-hmm. rather than just the one or the two pitchers, right? So mm-hmm. lots of different. Yeah. Anyway, some batsmen are so bad at bowling, right, that they never ever bowl, and that's fine mm-hmm. because you can you can play a game of cricket without ever having to bowl. Everyone has to bat. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to bat in a game of cricket. So Glenn McGrath was a perennial number 11. He was the worst batsman because he was an amazing bowler, an incredible bowler, mm. right? But a terrible batsman, so bad that he would always bat last. He was like the last resort, right? And he always went out for like a duck, right? He always mm. he, <laughs> he was so bad at batting. It was so funny, right? I mean, this is now cricket chat. Would you like mm. to hear would you like to hear a selection of fielding positions in cricket? I would love nothing. Would I would love nothing more? I'm sure people in uh, I'm sure people in you know who are fans of of baseball. They you know there's like left field, right field. There's all the, all the all the fields that make. There's all the in baseball it all makes sense, right? Let me hit you with this. There's mid on right, which is on the on side, not the off side, about halfway to the boundary. So mid right. Mm-hmm. If you go further out, it's long on because you're a long way away. Uh huh. It's not short on. Do you know what it is? What silly mid on. What? Silly mid-on. If you stand too close to the batsman, it becomes silly. Yeah. Right? Like you're, you're being an idiot. Yeah. You're standing too close to the batsman. So, you can have silly mid-on, uh, silly mid-off, uh, silly point. <laughs> There's the slips and the gully. <laughs> These are all Is real things. Boat? What are you talking about? There's an area of the field called the covers. Mm-hmm. And so, you've got cover, cover point, point, extra cover. Deep extra uh, cover. Folks at home, uh, Riley is gesturing with his hands. It is not helping at all. <laughs> not You're not missing any information here. But Dennis, I haven't got to the best part. Because on the leg side, there's mm-hmm. short leg, long leg, square leg, backward square leg. <laughs> it's... <laughs> what is this game? These are all fielding positions. These are all fielding positions, mate. There's... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I just realised how dumb there is. There's a fielding position called third man. There's no first or second man. It's <laughs> <laughs> just third man. <laughs> oh, dear. This is a nonsense sport for nonsense oh, people. Dear. Man. Anyway, that's cricket. Rest in so, peace, Richie Benno. That is your inspiration for uh, If you want to become a good magic commentator, learn all the cricket positions. No. All right. Uh, I mean, we're, we're out of time, but like... Number one, confidence. And number two, mm-hmm. just do it. This is the thing. Yes. And this isn't even... I, I've realized we're just getting into life advice, right? Yep, yep, yep. If you're thinking about making magic content, just do it. No one's going to watch it. And that doesn't matter. If you make it for you and you like it and it gets zero views, that is a worthy use of your time. If mm-hmm. you enjoy making it and you think, I've done something worth doing here. The thing is, if you're playing all this magic all the time anyway, you're at home for hours because of the quarantine, whack your mm-hmm. webcam on, get a decent mic. I mean, most webcams have a decent microphone. It doesn't have to sound amazing, especially if you're just starting out, just trying, yeah, right? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. testing your range a little bit. You don't need to invest in hundreds of dollars. A thousand dollar microphone isn't going to make you a good commentator if you don't have the exactly. uh, if you don't have the confidence, right? But just do it. Just make the stuff you want to make, right? Test it out. And if it's no good, ask people how you can improve. Ask, you know, do you need to talk more? Talk less. 
you know, ramp up the nonsense, turn down the nonsense. The only way you, it's never going to be perfect. I think a lot of people fall into this trap of, of trying anything new. They think, oh, well, no, I, I don't want to start drawing. I don't want to start painting. I don't want to start uh, playing a musical instrument. I don't want to start broadcasting mm-hmm. magic because it's not going to be perfect the first time. No, of course not. You're a, you're, you're a beginner. And the beginner has, has the, the master has tried and failed more times than the beginner has, has tried at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just give it a go. Give it a go. Be confident. Do your homework, stay on top of things, but broadly speaking, just have a crack at it, you know? Just have a crack at it and look for feedback from people that you trust. And again, sell people on the idea that you do know what you're talking about. Because I I guarantee you this, every single content producer that you enjoy, right? The content producers that you look for and and love tuning into, uh, watching, whether it's magic or anything like that, they are better at broadcasting than they are at the game they're, they're commentating. Oh, yeah, for sure. The only really? exception to that is someone probably like Luis. Sure. But broadly speaking, you don't worry about being good at the game. If you can have people have a good time with you as you're playing this game, right, or as, as you're watching someone else play this game, that's much more important than technical knowledge, than correct lines of play. I get hundreds of people watching my stream, and all of the clips are of me <laughs> making ridiculous mistakes, right? And as people point out to me, that's what they come for. They come for the giggles. They come for the personality. I don't know why. I'm very grateful, confused as well. But that's what people are looking for. So sell yeah, them on that. Find your identity, confidence, sell it. Anyway, sorry, Dennis, go on. Riley, you know what I think of that advice? Go on. Marvellous. <laughs> even- we all miss you so much. We all miss you so much, Richie Beto. That is all we have time for, folks at home. We burned all the all the all the old candle wick on cricket fielding <laughs> positions. So hopefully you enjoy that. Uh, I've been Dennis. You can find me at, at @strandjack on Twitter. Riley, who have you been this week? I've been Riley. Uh, Good choice. Actually, you know what? This is actually a question I get asked. What's your real name? My real name is literally Riley Knight. I didn't change yeah. my name. This is what, this is not a, this is not a, a nom de plume. This is not a nom de stream. Nom de, nom de Mike. A nom de Mike. No, it's a real, it's a real human earth name that, uh, that my parents gave me. Thank you, mum and dad. Um, uh, yes, thanks for joining us, uh, for another episode of Scrum River, of course, sponsored by a channelfiber.com and the best uh, place in the, welcome everyone at home to the secret podcast within a podcast. Charizard River. It's now called Charizard Mia River. Yeah. Uh, what you been playing, Dennis? I've been playing a little bit of TFT. You love TFT. And still playing League. I got something to tell you about League that I think you're going to like. Okay. So, talking about cricket positions, mm. there are positions in League. Okay. Top and mid and bottom and support and jungle. Okay. I understand top, mid and bottom because there are three lanes. I imagine support yes. is like a healer. Yeah, but the support lives in the bot lane. Is that the bottom lane or is there a, four, is there a fourth secret lane called no, the bot lane? No, that is the bottom lane. Okay. Why does it, shouldn't, surely the support lives in the mid lane. No. Why? The mid lane is the shortest lane. So the mid lane is usually a mage character that like levels up strongly over the course of the game. Okay. The um top lane is a top usually a tank often or like a bruiser maybe. Yeah. The bottom lane is the support, which doesn't always heal by the way. But why? Like surely the top and the bottom are interchangeable. No. Why? Cuz uh they're just they just aren't. Why? Top lane's slightly longer than bot lane. Okay. And bot lane is closer to the dragon. <laughs> okay, this is <laughs> You realize, it's cricket you realize over again. this is just me. This is just you like telling me about cricket, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and bot lane has the ADC, which is the ability to damage or attack damage carry. Oh no, this is just cricket. Oh, it's no. just cricket. 
It's just crickets. like I, I realize that when I'm talking about you know silly mid on and uh, and deep extra cover, like I recognize how ridiculous that is. You know, when I'm mm-hmm. talking about leg before wicket and stumped and being run out by the square leg umpire, umpire. yeah, tri bush and deep wording and oh baby, yeah. red buff, blue buff, yeah, exactly. Grump and chickens. There's these like, raptors. Grump and chickens, and you're having a go at me because I'm talking about <laughs> because I'm talking about like you know deep backward square. Yeah, yeah. So chickens, is, there's a pit of raptors in the game, which look like chickens. Okay. Oh, so they're called the chickens. Yeah. You might, if you played TFT, you would have fought the chickens. At the beginning? Like the- well, They're one of the mobs. The mobs? There's okay. chickens. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Okay, yep. So I, 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 lately I've been playing a lot of jungle, and yeah. the jungler fights all these like PVE, you know, AI monsters for the most part of the game, and then drops into lanes to help them occasionally. Okay. Tries to sneak in and yep. get a two-on-one, you know, yep. ganks it's called. Ganks. I know what that you gank, is. You gank them. You gank yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ganking's been around for a long time now, so yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> the jungle path is a sa- is sacred. Right. Okay. This is something I care about a lot. Okay. This so, sounds like this suddenly. sounds like some kind of the jungle path is a sacred the jungle path. path yeah. The, the path to the path not <laughs> often taken. Yeah. Yeah. So I jungle red buff, blue buff, gromp, wolves, and then depending on which side I started, either bot or top river scuttle, other scuttle, chickens, home. <laughs> you know, that's my path. <laughs> that's your sacred path, Dennis. <laughs> that's my path. But I'm very very particular because okay, there's these plants. <laughs> It's just cricket. <laughs> this is just digital cricket. It is. It's just digital cricket. This is something I think you'll like. So there's these plants in the jo- in the game that you can hit and they do things. Like there's a plant that makes healing items. There's a plant that gives you vision in an area, right? Yeah. I've, I'm more new to League than most of my friends. Okay. Nobody I play with calls these things by their real names. Okay. So I'm like, oh... I'm going to use the scryers, scryers bloom, which is yeah. the thing you hit that gives yeah, you vision. Yeah, yeah. And, and everyone's like, like, what? <laughs> what? They're, they're like, oh, you mean the lucky plant? I'm like, no, I don't mean the lucky plant. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I hate it. I this hate is, it. This is Catan all over again. It is. Oh my God, it is. Yes. It's, you've Wait, got, you've got a code yeah. switch, mate. You've got to, you've got to get into the, the language of the, of the, of the game, of the true gamer. Lucky plant and the, you know, oh, the, yeah, there's a, there's a fruit, there's a healy fruit. I'm like, it's called a honey fruit, mate. Let's just get it, get it together. Dennis. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I care. I told you. I, the jungle path is sacred. I care a lot. Anyway, that's yeah, what I'm jungle playing. path is sacred. Wow. That's, I, I pan my webcam over. There's like a map of the jungle, yeah. with like red twine. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, some real Pepe playing? Sylvia oh, stuff. Has, has Tom Nook broken your knees yet? No, mate. I'm up, mate. I've paid off my first home loan. You're in the black. I'm in the black. Well, no, you're never in the black because the thing is, as soon as you pay off the home, the first home loan, he immediately gives you another one. No, you, you can't say no. I don't think you can say no. I don't think you can say no. I mean, very generous terms, interest-free, uh, no- Money no... laundering. Pardon? It's money laundering. I believe there's, there's something sinister going on. But no, the island's going really well. Uh, Megan and I have set up Baby Yoda, it's called. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Um, oh, yes, like a bay. Very like a bay, yeah, Baby Yoda. We're still hunting down cherries. We've been to about 10 mystery islands or more, maybe 15. We still haven't got cherries. Haven't been to Tarantula yes. Island either. Um, but we've got a museum, museums popping off. Uh, we've already got, uh, like a little residential area, uh, with, uh, with our, with our residents. An so orchard you, has been built up. Bamboo are you forest. Are playing together on the same switch? Say again? Are you playing together on the same yeah, switch? Yeah, of course. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I've got a little beachfront property. Really, really good. Megan picked one that was sort of near the pond because she likes fishing. But I was like, no, nah, on that beach. Gotta have that beach life. Uh, uh, spiked a, a Maui head or Maui, what are they called? Maui, sta- Maui statues? Like an Easter Island head? The Easter Island head. Got some yeah. tiki torches. I got some, we got some real Jimmy Buffett vibes up in here. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, I love it. Margaritaville, I, baby. I love it. But Dennis, I only recently discovered that you can upload any art you want. Yes. Any art yes. you want. 
So now my room, my house is filled. You know, my, for fans of my Twitch uh, channel, all of the dumb old art that I've turned into yes. remotes. Yeah, full of that. That's gas. Full of just dumb old art. I love it. I love it. That's pure gas. It's, I cannot recommend Animal Crossing highly enough if you are looking really? for a way. Nikki's been thinking about getting it. Do you think she, you know, Nikki, do you think she'd like it? Um, yeah. And you know why? You can do a lot of organizing in that game. <laughs> yes, that's you true. You can do a lot of organizing and tidying. And, Meg- and Megan and Nikki both enjoy a good bit of. I mean, I do too. You're not. You're an agent of chaos. No, right? an agent of chaos. But um, one of my the wallet thing- is on the floor right now, like where I like to keep it. <laughs> but uh, no, like I think yeah, Megan and I and, and Nikki would enjoy this as well. Like having like no, oh, nice structured row of trees, a path that goes mm. here. I'll put the bridge where you know, like that sort of stuff. I think she might enjoy it. But I can't recommend it highly enough. If you just need an escape, man, just need an escape. Yeah. You're stuck in your own at home. You want to get to a tropical island, get away. That sort of stuff. It's gonna. It, it's the biggest stress you've got is paying a fake debt to a raccoon. Like, this is pretty stressful. It's, pr- it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. He's a tanuki, isn't he? He's a tanuki in the Japanese version. So he calls himself yeah. a raccoon in uh, in the. But uh, a, 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 a tanuki is a raccoon dog, right? I don't know. I thought a tanuki was actually a made-up thing. Japanese raccoon dog. It is a legendary folklore thing, but it's like half raccoon, half dog. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he calls himself a raccoon. Uh, All the results for Tanuki are just Mario just Mario, giving me yeah. that giving me that thick Tanuki energy. Look at this image, man. Yeah, well, that's great for an audio medium here. That's really Everybody good. go. Everybody stop what you're doing right now. Pull the car over, okay? <laughs> Into the hard shoulder. No, you shouldn't be in a car. Go home. And Google Tanuki. Riley, I'm going to share a screen with you so that you can enjoy this Tanuki uh, Mario. I don't know if I want to say it, mate. There are some Look at dark, this, lad. Dark- oh, my goodness. That is some very <laughs> thick energy. Oh, Mario, mate. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please check out, you know, Mario's OnlyFans account. And we'll see you all next time. Unscribe forever. Oh, <laughs>